voice of uh, multi-award winning internationally recognized Mpiwe Dana joining me uh, on the line right now. My Light is the name of that particular song. Um, it's so good to be talking to you this morning. Good morning, Ms. Dana. Good morning, Siswam, and it's lovely talking to you too. Sorry, this is my morning voice, in case <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no, we love it. We love it. Uh, very husky. Very. Some might say rather sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that you've entered the new year in a good, positive energy. Yes, I did. And on Monday is my birthday. So, Oh, happy birthday in advance for Monday. Happy birthday in advance. Very exciting news um, yourself. And of course, yet another really uh, internationally acclaimed individual, Gregory Magoma. Um, You guys teamed up last year to produce Moya. And might I say... Uh, every review that I read last year, whether it was from theater goers, uh, you know, uh, theater critics or just uh, dinosaurs that had come out to support, everybody said what an incredible production and what an incredible show it was. Um, and I remember talking to Gregory on opening night on my show um, and the two of you had just really created something that people said was worth worth every cent, every rand, and worth the repeat. Um, how, how did how did that particular collaboration come about? Because you've collaborated with Gregory before on previous uh, projects. Yeah, actually on many projects. And, and I always say that uh, had I been a dancer, I would have been Gregory. And had he been a musician, he would have been me. Mm. How, um, like, there's so much synergy when you work together like we get like we don't even have to talk we literally are in each other's minds it's truly amazing Mm, and and i mean when it came out last year was it because you hadn't been on stage through covid right i guess no one's been on stage uh in covid you've taken almost like a covid hiatus um but you had been working on some music and and was that the music that you you presented on moya Yes. Um, so I don't I don't write like on a regular basis. Mm. So when I do, then I'm stuck in studio every day for like two years because mm. that's how frantic I I am. Um, but you know the whole Moya um, project was premised on my mom's passing. Mm. Um, so when I feel emotionally overwhelmed. Mm. I find healing in 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 going into the studio, and that's what I did, and that's how Moya came about. Yeah, yeah, and 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 in fact, when when you speak on on your mom's uh, passing and condolences on that, um, a lot of what I read, people were saying that you you know the performance was was so moving um, because of the fact that it was so spiritually rooted it was so grounded uh, I, I remember even hearing people saying even some of the the older classic Simpiwe Dana songs had a, a different energy about them be, because they were really just brought into the reverence of, of what they meant spiritually and you perform mm-hmm. them from that place well um, we actually so what we did is that we went uh, Udidi and I, mm. we went um, into the original 
um, music before it was produced and all of this. Like mm. we went to my acapella, my acapellas, mm. and we found um, a way to express them, how I had written them originally. Mm. And, and 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 that's what and and obviously like infused with my grief. Mm. Um, and that's what, what people like responded to. We literally went to. I had to find my acapellas from when I first wrote Zanzibile, mm. the album, and 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 the consequent albums after that. Mm. And that's what people responded to. Like we, we also went, you know, like my culture noir album, for instance, mm. which I have um, done at home. I, I mean, all of my songs, I've, I do them at home. Um, but particularly um, culture noir is when I, I flex my muscle when it comes to producing even the instrumentals or the instruments mm. um, in the sound. Um, like Mayine uh like all of these songs that you know people did not necessarily know how they originated mm. we went down to the basics mm. and that resonated with people a lot i it was it actually was a surprise for me because i had people coming on the first night and then wanting to come on the second night mm. even on the third night you know i had friends calling me like you know asking for tickets because they were sold out now I had to run around instead of preparing for the show, getting them these tickets. Um, I, I, it was a lovely surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Getting that kind of response. But I, I think it, it's also a testament to the the relationship that you have, you know, w- with your dinosaurs, um, you know, and the community that you've built yeah. around your music. Because a, a lot of people, and this Moya really was a labor of love. Um, you know, if you know Simpiwe, you know that she likes to work very closely with those that are close to her. And I think they, there is a trust factor there as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a labor of love between yourself, Gregory Makoma, uh, Didi uh, Luzipo, and, and even from stylistically your team, Mandy and, and everyone. No, listen, who... everyone, everyone came through, like everyone came mm. through. And it, it, during the most challenging time, of our lives as creatives. Mm. Everyone came through, like everyone believed in the project and they went all out. Mm-hmm. Everyone, including the backup singers, the people that, you know, like the band, the instruments, yeah. the lighting guy, the sound guy, like everyone was so invested in this project, mm. you know? And, and I think it's because it resonated with what they were going through as well. Mm, mm, absolutely and and i mean the the like i keep going back to to the reviews um and you're right i even i know people who went back for night two uh and tried to to go back for <laughs> night three even because they just couldn't get enough it was it, the the vocals as well and and the way you performed your material at this particular time and a lot of people were saying that um, you know, they didn't know if they, and they wanted to know if had they been something that had shifted, uh, you know, within yourself, within your connection to the music and your connection to the stage. Because a lot of people were saying that it's almost as if it was that very first time, um, you know, when you saw Simpiwe perform that very first time when you heard the power of her voice, um, you, you know, and, and people couldn't pinpoint to 
what was it? What do you think it was for you in terms of just how you came to 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 the music this time around and and had has something shifted in in that way or are you reconnecting with it differently um well i i think um the the biggest thing is the vulnerability mm. um being an orphan um and most importantly losing my anchor the one person who would um collect all of my instincts. Like, I literally have got a book. Mm. What do you call it when, you know, people take pictures and they paste them in a book? Oh, yes, yes. Like like, like an almost memory collage. Yes. My mom used to do that. She, you know, she would take, whenever she saw an interview in some magazine or Aww. newspaper, she would cut out and, and paste. I've got that book now and it's so precious to me. Mm. So uh, it's the vulnerability of not knowing what's going to happen now mm. when someone this important, you know, that actually was the most important person in my life. Um, so it took me to a place of uncertainty, um, almost um, the same as when I put out my first album. Mm. You know, I, you know it, it was a very uncertain time like in my life. Um, because I came out amongst a lot of very popular music mm. when mm. I came out, something very different. Um, and the reception was mind blowing to say the least. Mm. Um, and I, I think I revisited that part, um, mm. of my emotion and that's what people responded to. And I'm going to tell you now, I'm still not over that. I'm still quite uncertain mm. about, not about like the, the delivery necessarily, but about how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm on shaky ground with my emotions, you know, with the loss. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. what to do next like what the future looks like now that my anchor is gone and and the other thing that people resonated with was the fact that they also are going through so many losses mm. like COVID took away a lot from us a lot mm. and it got to a point where it was hard to grieve like we, we got to a point where we were numb because every day we were losing people mm. Mm, mm, mm. I, I mean, it, it's really, it is, um, it is a, a painful place from which to create and from which to, to, you know, stand on a stage and deliver a really world-class production. But I think, again, just to reiterate, it also goes to, to show the relationship and, and the trust and the love and the safety um, you know, that, that you've created along with your, your audiences and with the people who follow your music with your day ones, who follow you through the ups and the downs. Because mm-hmm. even in that moment of, of grief, I, I would presume, um, you know, there are many ways for, for an artist and a creator to sort of go off and, and, and sort of regroup, you know, regroup emotionally, uh, mm-hmm. physically, mentally. And, and for you, part of the importance from what I'm hearing of, of that healing process is to also reconnect with 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 your people to to reconnect to share that vulnerability with them to say here i am in my rawest of emotions 
um, you know, in my darkest of places and I find safety and solace in being in this moment with you. Yes. Yeah. Like I literally have nothing to add to what you said because <laughs> you, you literally said it all. <laughs> okay, let's let's li- <laughs> let's lighten it up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, Moya is coming back. It it is back. It is it's reprising itself at the Mandela Theater, um, and uh, it's opening on the third. Until why only one weekend? I feel like you and Gregory, y'all are tormenting us. <laughs> we actually wanted the whole month. <laughs> like it's torture <laughs> we actually wanted the whole month but um we're planning on on moya traveling okay okay like our next stop is durban the only thing that is gonna arrest us from bringing you to the rest of the country is um technology yes <laughs> Um, like the Joburg Theatre has got the right technology mm. for, for what we need to do. And so does a theatre in, in, in Durban, which I'm not going to mention. Okay. <laughs> um, we, we wanted to also bring it to Cape Town, but they don't have, like, it's, it's the most surprising thing that Cape Town does not have the technology that we need for the show. Mm. Um, and Gabecha too, we wanted to bring it there, but the technology, we're going to have to literally, um, import technology to there and that's a huge cost yes. so if there's someone out there who's like i can do it for you you know i can find two hundred thousand to bring <laughs> that technology please stand up and, and 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 say something because you know i'm from the eastern Cape. yes and that's where i grew up and 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 that's where like you know my mom and i had that kind of connection mm. so um it's an issue for me that I cannot bring it to the Eastern Cape because of technology. Mm. Like I literally want to perform the show on the shores of, of um, Port St. John. Mm. Mm. You know, in an open space and have all the technology there and have people sitting on the grass and watching the show. Like I've got such huge dreams for this show, mm. but the problem technology technology well listen uh Simpira, in the meantime um while we we wait for somebody to say okay let me see what the challenges are and how i can plug into resolving them so we mm-hmm. can bring moya to the rest of the country we will gladly take this one weekend uh in march at the monday at the Joburg theater uh the show is opening on the third and it's running until sunday the fifth um and i'm presuming that ticket sales will probably be going up very soon if they're already no, no, they're not- actually out already already yeah, open yeah awesome stuff we love it ticket sales are already open as uh, you heard from you can go to the Jupiter, um, theater website mm-hmm. or you can go um to web tickets fabulous stuff fabulous stuff and i will just put it out there because you know the uh, international uh, borders are now open travel is now open um, that whilst you and Gregory and uh, Didi uh, prepare the 2022 run of the show, Joburg ticked Durban in the pipelines. Uh, Cape Town will see who can rise up and the Eastern Cape who can rise up. Let's just put it out there to say, you know, the rest of the continent awaits to experience Moya. Thank you so much. And please, from your mouth to God's ears. There we go. Uh, Thank you for taking the call this morning. Uh, That was uh, Simpiwe Dana uh, chatting us.
chatting to us rather this morning on the Jet Set Breakfast. It's three nights only at the Mandela at the Joburg Theatre. You heard it uh, from the 3rd until the 5th of March. The tickets are already open via the Joburg Theatre website or you can go to web tickets to procure your early bird tickets. Don't say we didn't warn you. Uh, Literally, if you Google the show last year, it was sold out. And a lot of people were clamoring to get, you know, to see night two and even night three. I kid you not. Um, it is time for us to wrap things up. Is uh, take a, a little commercial break. And then on the other side of this, we're going to wrap up the show with Kids Corner.